How are we this morning? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Could have been a little better, but, you know, understandable. It is uh, 70, sunny with a high of 75. Reliant K song, if anybody knows it. Nope, just me. Okay. I was a 90s child. Okay. Yeah. Some of you other 90s kids out there. It's great. Go 90s. Yeah. Luis, are you, you're a 90s kid, right? Oh, my gosh. I am so off topic. Hello. Welcome. My name's Austin. Um, I work with uh, students here, um, so I, I love that opportunity. Uh, that, yeah, the whole start of the service is relatively similar to kind of like what me teaching on a Wednesday night is like. Um, so tangents pretty much out of nowhere, but, but we, we, try to, we try to get back on track and, and dive into Scripture, and so it's good stuff. So yeah, I love, I love uh, the opportunity I have here at Waypoint to work with your students. Um, so yeah, I know school is right around the corner. Uh, for some of you, that's a huge relief. And for others of you, you're, 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 you're just, yeah, you, you're not sure how you feel about it. But um, we love it. We can't wait for the semester to, to start and for students to be back gathering on Wednesdays, worshiping, us teaching, small groups, all of those awesome things that happen during the semester in our programming. So I'm um, just so pumped about that. Um, but today specifically, I don't, can, can anyone smell that? You know, oh, my goodness. I cannot wait to get my hands on some ribs. The wind is blowing this way. I'm just catching all of it. I'm really trying hard not to salivate. I have some grapes with me and I'm about to start eating these. Like it's, although it won't taste the same. But anyway, I'm just excited. I'm excited for, for ribs. I'm excited for the, maybe I'll go down the water slide. I don't know, but I hope you guys are too. It's gonna be a ton of fun. Um, so either way, let's, let's enjoy a meal together and, and, and hang out after this. Um, but before we do that, uh, I have a question for you guys. Does anyone here <clears throat> love good news? Anyone here love good news? Okay, all, all of your hands should be in the air right now. You all should have your hand. Everybody loves good news. Why? Well, because good news elicits, elicits optimism, enthusiasm, and hope. You see, good news can turn around your day. It can ignite passion. It can even be an anchor of confidence in trying circumstances. Good news can affect the choices we make and the outcomes they create. There's something about good news that it is a special thing in our world. And the church, the church is supposed to be a community of good news, grounded in good news, messengers of good news. In fact, that's what the word gospel means, good news. In fact, a, a genuine Christian community should embody that good news. So what does it mean? What does it look like to be in a gospel-shaped community as a church and with each other? And so that, that's kind of what we're going to dive into today. And one of the best depictions of a genuine Christian community is found in the scriptures in the book of Hebrews. So if you have your Bibles with you, great. If you don't, all of you should have a Bible on your phone. It's free. It's the Version Bible app. I invite you. I invite you to follow along with me. Um, in Hebrews, we're going to be in chapter 10. So we're going to be pulling it to the end of this book. And this is Hebrews chapter 10. We're going to start in verse 19. Okay, so if you would, this is Hebrews 10, 19, and we're going to go to 25, okay? So follow along with me. Um, it's okay if you're in a different translation. I think mine's NIV, but oh well. All right, so verse 19. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, 
by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that brings, that faith brings. This fly, you gonna get out of here, boy? Get out of here. This fly, okay, anyway. So full assurance that faith brings. Having our hearts sprinkled to, to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur on one another toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Okay, so this is where, this is the, the scripture we're going to be diving into this morning. But first, before we dive into that a little more, um, you're probably wondering <laughs> why I do have a bag of grapes with me um, and a bag of marbles. So I have some marbles and I have some grapes, and I'm not going to eat the grapes, contrary to what, what you might have thought, although I'm tempted to, um, but I'm not going to eat them. So um, <clears throat> again, one is filled with marbles, others filled with grapes. Both of these bags, both of these bags are congregations of similar but individual entities, right? There's a bunch of marbles. They might, you know, they might vary in size, and co- but they're all marbles. They're all similar in that sense, but they're all also individual, but they're all here together. Same with these grapes, okay? These are all individual grapes, okay? And so you have all of these in these bags, individual ent- entities, okay? Now this bag of marbles, all right, when I shake it, I don't know if you can hear that. I don't know. Maybe not. If you can't, that's okay. It's kind of noisy, right? My marbles are kind of noisy. And when I shake it, all these marbles, they kind of collide and they bang into one another. And if I was to shake it really hard, they might might crash into each other and break off or crack, right? And there might be just some things, some chips as they bump into each other. And for the most part, when they bump into each other, they just kind of bounce off and go their separate ways. Okay, and let's say there was a hole in this bag. Let's say there was a hole in this bag, and, and when I'm shaking it, one might even slip out. But because of the noise and all the jostling around, like I might, not, I might not even notice if one does. And then, in my other hand, there's this bag of grapes. And while they too are also just a bunch of individual entities, uh, what's different? What is different about these grapes? Any thoughts? What's different about these grapes than these marbles? They are, they're bigger, cool, softer, they are yummy, yeah, you can eat grapes, you can't eat marbles. No, there's a significant difference between the two of these individual entities. These grapes are all connected, right? They're all connected. Okay, I don't actually don't, I don't entirely know what this, what connects these grapes. I don't know what it's called, stem. I'm sure there's a more scientific name for it. But they're all connected. There's this network connecting all of these individual grapes to one another, to each other. And so while, they're, while they're, there's still a grape in here, they're all their own individual entity. They're connected to this, to this stem. They're connected to the same source. Okay. And so when I shake this bag of grapes, it's, not, it's definitely not as loud, and they definitely don't move as much, okay? And it's, it's because 
they're all connected. They're all connected. When these grapes bump into one another, they just kind of smush together a little bit, right? It's not this harsh, transient environment like this bag of marbles. So where am I going with this? I think when it comes to this idea of a genuine Christian community, I think these, these grapes and marbles are a good metaphor for this because it is, it's the challenge of any genuine Christian community to become less like this bag of marbles and more like this bag of grapes, this cluster of grapes. It's this idea that when life shakes us up, we don't crash into each other and break each other or slip out of the bag entirely. No, it's actually when life shakes us up, we're connected. We're secure. We're connected to the same source. Okay, and yeah, we might bump into each other a little bit here and there, but we're not necessarily resistant to it because we're soft. We're gentle. And what comes out of this, what comes out of us is sweet and nurturing. Listen to how the author depicts this type of community in verses 24 and 25 here in Hebrews. He starts and says, and let us consider, let us consider, this is verse 24, what is it, I want to stop there, what does it mean to consider? What does it mean to consider? What are we doing when we are considering something? <clears throat> we are seriously, carefully, intentionally thinking about something. But in this case, what are we considering? We're considering others. We are to intentionally think about and consider others. But it doesn't just stop there, right? It's not just enough to, to consider others, but it's also to think about how, how we may spur on one another. Um, that word spur, does anyone have a different translation, a different word there in their Bible for spur? Anybody, Cole? Stir, that, that was, that's another one. I'm looking for a specific one. Anybody else? We've got stir, spur, anybody else with a different translation? How many of you have your Bibles out? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay, I, I'm looking for the word provoke, because as I was reading this, I definitely thought that that word really kind of just fits, I think, what this author is getting at here, right? Provoke. My mother used to tell me, Austin, quit provoking your sister, because I was really good at it. I was really good at it. And the word provoking here, it's kind of peculiar, peculiar here, is it not? Right? It's like when I'm being provoked, I'm usually being annoyed by someone or something. Right? And it's because usually when I'm being provoked, it's, it's, it's my temper that's being provoked. But in this case, what are, we, what are we intentionally provoking one another to do here? To move towards. Towards love and good deeds. You see, as life shakes us up, it's tempting to ossify and become harsh and hard, right? We see the chaos all around us and the confusion all around us and things aren't going our way. And so bitterness and anger festers in our lives and we become rigid and, and blunt. Okay, and so instead of being soft and absorbing the bumping and provoking, we clash and the intentional consideration is interpreted as, as offense and attacking. 
And I'm not saying to take everything that everyone says about you as truth. No, but what I am saying is that if we're connected, if we are connected, if you're connected to the same source of life and love, I'm bumping into you. And it's not because I want to bump into you to knock you off. It's, 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 that would actually hurt the grapevine and everyone else connected to these grapes. That would actually hurt us. No, I'm bumping into you because I care about you. I'm bumping into you because, because I noticed the way that you treat your wife. Because I noticed the way you talk to your children. Because I noticed the way you've gossiped about others or the emotional attachment that you're now developing to this coworker of the opposite sex. Like, I've noticed this. And I'm coming to you from a place of, of considerate, intentional love and care for you and your family and the grapes around you that you're connected to, that we're all connected to. And I'm coming to you from the same source. And because we're all connected to that source, there's a level of responsibility that comes with that. And I know you might find it irritating, right? <laughs> I know I do. I know you might find it irritating, okay? Or, or frustrating, or annoying, or, or dreadful, even in those moments, or depending on the circumstances but I'm coming to you and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm with you. I'm not leaving you. How can I help? I wouldn't be standing here today if I didn't have dear friends, dear relationships in my life, mentors who have provoked me and prodded me towards Jesus. Back to the source. Was it irritating? Absolutely. Humiliating? Yes, sometimes. But they stuck with me. Right? Grape, grape juices, they can be sticky, okay? But it's also sweet, and it's also nurturing. And this type of relationship, this one that, that he's talking about, the author's talking about, we don't know if he, he or she, we, we actually don't know the author of Hebrews. But this type of relationship doesn't just, it doesn't happen overnight either, right? These relationships, they take time, effort, and consistency, and it's why the author encourages us in verse 25 to not give up meeting together. Like a marble slipping out of this bag when it's shaken, to not give up meeting together. And this isn't about attending every Sunday. Like, that's not what I'm up here saying. Although it is important. It is important to meet here and gather together, right? Because if Sundays are your only time when you're praising God, when you're getting in the word, when you're praying, when you're, when you're being encouraged, when you're encountering other Christians, how can you afford to miss that, right? But again, I don't think that's what the author is, is talking about here. I think he's referring to developing and cultivating relationships with others connected to the same source. Does that happen on Sundays? Yeah, maybe a little. But what are you all doing right now? You're listening to this guy talk, okay. So, so sure, it can happen a little on Sundays, but, but, but again, it's more about are you making time and prioritizing because that's an important aspect of this, gathering with other grapes. Honestly, it's too easy not to, right? In the world and culture we live in, we're too busy to even notice if we slipped out of the bag sometimes. And if you are in a bag full of marbles, the other marbles aren't likely to notice or even care. What's scary about this is if you don't have others in your life that can speak good news, the gospel to you, 
If you don't have this, you could find yourself colliding and crashing and breaking those around you and not even recognize it, not even know about it. Most often, the way that God speaks and moves in our lives is through the bumping, poking, and, pr- and prodding of others towards us who are intentionally considering our well-being because they're connected to a source of love and a source of life, and they want you to be too. But you can't bump into other grapes if you're not even in the bag, Okay. So I'd encourage you guys, I'd encourage you today, the rest of summer, even as as, as the the chaos to some of you of school as it starts, I'd encourage you to, to show up, get plugged in, not just here in your communities. Maybe you like coaching, do that. Find time to make, to, to grab coffee with a friend who asks questions and who cares about you. And if you don't have someone like that in your life, be that someone for somebody else and see what happens. See what happens. In fact, if you're coming at it from that perspective of, well, I don't have that in my life, that probably tells you a little bit about about what's going on in your life. One of the best ways, I think, for us to engage to be great with one another, to be connected, is to serve. Is to serve with each other, to get on a team somewhere, whether it's here at Waypoint or somewhere in our community. Serve somewhere. That's one of the best ways to get plugged in and build relationships. Or even just today, even just this morning, stick around. Grab some, you you guys can, I'm sure you can smell that because I can smell it. It smells delicious. Grab some ribs. Hang out, talk with someone that maybe you've never talked with before, meet somebody new. But be intentional. Be intentional and consider what it means, what it looks like to be a part of a community. And if you consider Waypoint your home, I'd ask you to consider what it looks like to be a part of this community called Waypoint. What does that look like for you right now? to be less like a marble and more like a grape? Are you connected to the source? Do you have a relationship with Jesus? Because that's where it starts. Because you can look like a grape and not be connected to the source, and then you're just a weird-looking marble, right? Yeah. Our connection to the source is what grows us. It sustains our soft, gentle, juicy sweetness. Our relationship with Jesus is how we become intentionally considerate provokers of love and good deeds in one another's lives. Not the other way around. You need a source in order to be a source. Okay? And and that source, friends is Jesus. That source is Jesus. Just read verses 19 through 23. So backtrack, we're going backwards in Hebrews here, but 19, therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have the confidence to enter the most holy place, that this would have been, this would have been a, a, a 
thought back to the Old Testament, the Holy of Holies, inside of this giant, beautiful temple. There was this one room that only one person could enter, the Holy of Holies. And, and this author is saying, therefore, brothers and sisters, we now have the confidence to enter this place because of the blood of Jesus. We can enter into the holies of holies, have this personal, unique relationship with God because of the blood of Christ, because, because of his sacrifice. And then in 20, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body, by his body broken for us, we can live opened to this new reality that is his presence around us, right? It's like if someone pulled the curtain around and down, okay? And since we have a great priest over the house of God, Jesus, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith will to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. It's that salvation that comes with putting your faith and trust in Jesus and then proclaiming that to the rest of the grapes as you've become connected through baptism. And in verse 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we professed is faithful. He is faithful, friends. He is faithful. When you place your trust and faith in Jesus, he is faithful. It's like you get plugged into a source of life and love that connects us to each other and to the God, the creator of the universe. And it's this beautiful thing. It's this beautiful relationship. So I'd encourage you. I'd encourage you, what does it look like for you today, this week, this season, semester of school, to look less like a marble and more like a grape? Can I pray with you guys? I'm going to pray. Lord, thank you for this time this morning. Jesus, I thank you for the, your relationship with the Father. For that depiction of that love that you revealed to us. God, I'm grateful for that. And I'm thankful. And so I just pray, God, as we come to you as a body of believers, as we strive to be an authentic Christian community, God, I just, I pray, I pray, Lord, that we would carry the good news. The good news of your life, your love, your death, and your resurrection. Because that is good news. And I believe it can change the choices we make and the, the outcomes of those choices we make. It can, it can give us this filter for our lives God, that just allows us to be in, in, a, in unity with you and with one another. We're told that, that unity with you is established through you, Christ, and it is embodied by unity in the church. So God, I pray for unity this morning. I pray, Lord, that we would be um, humbled to, to respond to people bumping into us with soft and gentle hearts, and that we would understand that they just have your heart, God that you are poking and prodding them to move to us. So God, I, I pray for, I pray for just to be, to be stirred up, to be spurred on, to pursue a stronger, more authentic relationship with you, Jesus. I thank you for this community. I love you and bless this time. Bless this time we're about to have, God. It's all to glorify you. It's in your name, amen.